Welcome to Nika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Braitman. With me today is John Farragon, who we spoke with last week. He's a pharmacist at Albany Medical Center and the Regional Pharmacy Director for the Northeast Caribbean AIDS Education and Training Center, or Nika AATC. Hi, John. Hey, Mariana. Uh, it's great to be here, and uh, thanks so much for helping to put this together. On the last episode of Nika in the Know, we talked about who Nika AATC was and what we do. Now that everyone's all caught up, today we're diving into the ending the HIV epidemic plan and the role that our AATC plays in helping achieve the goals of that plan. So John, can you tell listeners a little bit about what the plan is? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great way to start today. And uh, so basically the United States Department of Health and Human Services uh, recently launched uh, the ending the HIV epidemic, a plan for America. So this has been uh, out for, for a couple of years. Um, with the numerous scientific advances in HIV uh, diagnosis, prevention, and treatment, and also even outbreak response, the plan is really going to leverage uh, the infrastructure of HHS uh, agencies and offices to attain some really, I think, uh, important goals. And the first one is to, is to attain a 75% reduction in new HIV infections by 2025. And then second, um, the goal is to, to, to get at least a 90% reduction in new HIV infections by 2030. So really, really kind of broad goals for, for ending the epidemic plan. That sounds great, um, but how will we actually do it? Yeah, that's the thing, right? And that's, I think, where, where a lot of what we're talking about is, is gonna be helpful even for what NECA AATC does. And really the, the plan, when it was developed, they really established four main pillars for, for local teams that are in the community to, to really focus their efforts. So the four pillars, and we'll talk about these uh, multiple times in, in, the next, in the next couple of minutes, but diagnose, treat, prevent, and respond. So these are, the, these are our main things. So if you can remember, diagnose, treat, prevent, and respond, those are kind of the main four pillars of, of, what, of what this ETE plan will focus on. Okay, can you take us through each of those individually and what they would entail? Yeah, sure. So, so the first one we'll start with is diagnose. So obviously we want to get people diagnosed with a, you know, who have HIV infection. So the goal is really to get everybody who has HIV in, uh, diagnosed as soon as possible. Um, so we've really made great strides in HIV prevention, but still one in seven, and that's about 14% of the estimated more than 1 million people with HIV infection still don't know that they have HIV. Um, and, and since 2006, the CDC uh, the Center for Disease Control, the guidelines have recommended that all people, any, anywhere from 13 to 64, uh, be tested at least once for HIV in healthcare settings. And I think um, the uptake uh, of this recommendation so far has not been optimal. So clearly there, there's work to be done. Wow. Okay. So how do we fix that? Well, I mean, there's a lot we can do, but I think working with some of these communities and, and some, of the, um, some of the other agencies, the CDC is really going to increase local capacity, I think. Um, to help expand HIV testing, especially in high burden areas, um, to make sure that appropriate HIV screening and diagnosis is actually happening. And, and some of the key approaches to this initiative are, are gonna include the following things. The first thing is really using the latest systems and technology to make HIV testing simple, accessible, and also routine in both healthcare and non-healthcare settings. That's a big piece. Um, I think carrying out focus testing also to ensure that people at highest risk for HIV are tested at least annually. And that's, that's a really, really important piece to make sure 
we're picking up high risk patients um, with which um, high risk um, people who may be infected with HIV. Um, collaborating to establish and providing innovative testing strategies, even self-testing uh, and, and improving accessibility is a piece. And I think even with now with the COVID-19 epidemic, really adapting um, to meet current prevention needs in the community. Um, so this may include expansion of telehealth, um, use, of, use of rapid self-tests or even mail-in tests um, and other locally tailored solutions to kind of make sure that we're still testing people even in, even in the setting of the COVID-19 epidemic. Um, but I gotta tell you, the thing, all these goals are great, but it really depends on us having an HIV workforce. And they have to be motivated, they have to be trained, and they have to be able to do this in their clinics. And, and that's where really um, not only the NECA ATC, but all their other ATCs can really help people to do this. Yeah, um, it sounds like more easy, accessible testing is the key here. Um, okay, so what's next? So, and so besides besides um, diagnosis, the next thing is treat, right? So we want to make sure that we're treating patients. So, so all patients with HIV really should be treated as soon as possible um, after receiving an HIV diagnosis. And and since about 80% of the new HIV cases are actually transmitted by people who are not receiving HIV care, there's a large focus from the plan to really ensure that patients are on HIV medications on treatment as soon as possible, as quickly as possible. In addition, we also know that there's a concept out there that if, if you stay linked to care and you remain undetectable, so your HIV viral load is undetectable, you cannot transmit the virus to other people through, through sexual contact. So another real part of the prevention aspect of HIV is linking um, directly to rapid treatment. And the faster that we treat people, get people undetectable, the less likely they are to transmit HIV to others. And this is a concept that's known as U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. If you're undetectable, you will not transmit the virus to, to another person sexually. So getting people on treatment as soon as possible is really a key piece. Okay, and what's the plan for that? So the plan for this is really um, HHS and, and its agencies, including uh, HRSA and CDC, they're, they're gonna do a couple things. First, they're gonna collaborate with local partners um, and providers to establish rapid linkage to HIV care. So anybody who's newly diagnosed is going to be hopefully rapidly, rapidly linked. And in addition, they're working with community health centers and Ryan White HIV AIDS centers are, are being funded to also provide health care and, and support for newly dosed HIV, uh, HIV, um, HIV patients. So um, uh, providing assistance for expanded local programs, I think are important too, and identifying and following up with people who stopped receiving care and treatment. This is a common problem where people may stay in care, but then they, they, they get unlinked or they stop coming to care. And they're, they're, that's an important piece of this, of this part of this plan too. And I think really, I think that the most important piece is really to provide training and education on HIV care. And, and I think this is where our AETC and others can really play such a crucial role in the, uh, in the ending the epidemic plan. Through extensive trainings, our educational tools, all which is available for people to help providers and ultimately our patients to, to attain uh, an undetectable viral load. So lots of testing and immediate treatment for those who need it. So far, so good. What comes next? So I think um, what's next, uh, the next pillar is prevent, right? So this is really, uh, I think, probably one of the, one of the most important focuses of what, of what we all need to be thinking about. So we have the availability of PrEP, which is, which is called... Uh, stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And this has been shown to, to reduce the risk of getting HIV. So um, PrEP you know, has, has been out there and people are aware of it. Um, but the problem is that fewer than 25% of the people who could really benefit from PrEP are actually using it. And I think that's a, that's a big piece that we need to increase. 
So, so partnerships with CDC and other federal agencies, um, part of this ETE plan will help implement strategies that are going to increase access to PrEP, especially among African-American and Latino gay and bisexual men, and also um, African-American women. All, all, all three of these, these groups and others as well are really disproportionately affected by HIV. So it's a really big, a really big focus of, of what we're trying to do. It's crazy to think that there's this known medication out there proven to reduce your chances of getting HIV and less than a quarter of people who it could help are using it. What's the plan to change that? Yeah, so you're, you're right. It, it is sad that there's only 25%, right? And, and you know, those numbers, you know, have, have, been, have been verified. And so I think the C CDC and HRSA is going to do a couple things. I think most importantly, again, the, the, the NICA, ATC, and others come, uh, come into play here. We're going to train healthcare providers, right, on prescription and managing PrEP, and, and HRSA will work um, to increase the availability of PrEP um, services in community health centers. I think that's a big piece. Uh, I think working with Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration uh, to conduct um, outreach to, to people at higher risk of HIV infection to increase awareness of PrEP, that's, that's SAMHSA, um, so working with them. I think updating clinical guidelines for prescribing PrEP, uh, and also adding additional public and private providers who offer PrEP on the website preplocator.org. So for example, if you want to know where is PrEP given or provided in your area, you just go to www.preplocator.org. You punch in your, your zip code or your town or wherever you are, and it'll give you a, a, a providers that are in your area that are providing PrEP. So that's important as well. And I think the, 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 to continue educating um, both public and private providers to really combat HIV stigma, which is associated with PrEP use and also uh, with HIV infection. So we've got diagnose, treat, and prevent. What's the final piece of the ETE puzzle? Yeah, so the last piece is response. This is, this is kind of new, and, and people, I think, are, um, are trying to figure out what this exactly means. But really, the CDC has really cutting-edge technology and prevention technology that can really help local officials identify uh, where HIV prevention and treatment services are needed the most. So you know, we, they can actually provide real-time response systems that are, that are key to identifying and responding to and investigating potential HIV outbreaks. So, so the CDC is gonna also help address uh, gaps in staffing, expertise, data management systems, all these things that are important to prevent states um, uh, and local areas from being able to investigate and respond to HIV outbreaks appropriately. So that's a, a good piece of the a plan as well. That sounds like it can make a real difference if successfully implemented. So where does NICA ATC fit into the plan? So the NICA ATC, right, we, we do a lot of the training, right? And we talked about this in our, in our last episode. And so the CDC has also did an analysis of, of, of some of the, uh, the, the, the HIV data for new infections and found that actually more than 50% of new uh, diagnoses of HIV occur in only 48 counties in the U.S. And that, also in addition to that, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. They also identified seven states that, that had a substantial rural burden for HIV. So as an example, uh, in, in the NICA ATC region, there's actually six counties identified uh, in addition to San Juan uh, uh, in, in Puerto Rico. So we have Essex and Hudson County in New Jersey, and we have Bronx, Kings, New York, and Queens counties in New York. So really the, the NICA ATC is strategically located in all of these areas and all these counties and all these territories to really help provide some of the education and hopefully help to implement this, this plan um, of ending the epidemic. Yeah, it definitely sounds like we have our work cut out for us in our region.
Yeah, we certainly do. And especially, you know, our, our region was one of the hardest hits for, for COVID-19 as well. So that, again, we have additional challenges as well. You know, things are, things, you know, are, are still kind of, um, you know, kind of in flux with COVID-19. I think that's another challenge. But the ETE plan is bold, right? And, and, and it's got a big focus on these four pillars. So we'll say them again, diagnose, treat, prevent, and respond. And I think with proper funding, which, which the government has done, the CDC will attain these goals of reducing new HIV infections. And it's 75% by 2025 and 90% by 2030. And I just encourage you to take a look at the, the, the website. There's actually a, an NHIV website, which is www.cdc.gov um, forward slash NHIV. And there's more detailed information. Um, and so I guess in our last few months, I just want to just make all of you aware that there really is a shortage of providers. So part of this and the epidemic plan, it's really important that we have enough people and providers to actually provide care for HIV infected, uh, for patients who, who, um, who, who are infected with HIV. Um, so, um, so, so for patients with, with HIV, we have to make sure that we're, that we're providing, uh, providing care to them. Uh, and I think Infectious disease gen specialists in general, I think, I think there's, there's less people going into this, into this field. This is certainly going to continue to be an issue um, as the HIV workforce gets older. Uh, people are leaving clinical care for either, either for retirement reasons or even for other opportunities. People move on to other things. So we really need to continue to include HIV-related topics that focus uh, on care, not just in our continuing education offerings, but more importantly, in health profession schools as well. And especially as we talk about mid-level providers, uh, advanced advanced practitioners, uh, um, advanced level practitioners that, that may be involved with, with HIV care. So finally, there's still so much work to be done uh, for any epidemic, but they really have to think about stigma as well. Stigma about being, uh, about, about somebody um, having HIV in infection, stigma surrounding perceived HIV risk, and more importantly, I think the stigma around the use of PrEP for HIV prevention are still big challenges for all of us who are involved with HIV care. So identifying and linking patients with HIV and those at risk for acquiring HIV will never be successful if we can't address the HIV stigma um, uh, that, that's still out there. So again, a key role that uh, HIV providers and more importantly, the, our, our NICA ATC and other ATCs view, uh, really view these as paramount, paramount to, to ending, ending the, the HIV epidemic. Thank you so much for joining today, John, and for giving listeners this breakdown of the ETE plan. We hope you learned something new about HIV and the ending of the epidemic plan for America. To get more information about NECA AATC, visit, visit us at www.necaaetc.org. Stay safe, and we hope we'll see you next time for the next episode of NECA in the Know. This presentation is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.